Hey, Fort Worth, I'm Maddie Parker, and I'm honored to be the mayor of this city. We are growing, innovating, and moving forward together. It's go time in Fort Worth. Hey, Fort Worth, welcome back to Go Time. In this podcast, I talk about what's going on in your local government, and I talk to interesting and innovative people in our community. And truly where you find those interesting and innovative people in Fort Worth's growing entrepreneurship community, which is what we're going to focus on today. We think the pioneering spirit is alive and well in Fort Worth. And from the recent CDFI friendly launch to the new Entrepreneurship and Innovation Council Committee, we're working very hard to build on the incredible momentum. Today, I have a very special guest with me. Um, Trey, welcome. And and you're new managing director of Techstars here in Fort Worth. Yes, thank you so much. I am so excited to be in Fort Worth. Well, we appreciate you being here. Seriously. Absolutely. Our job today is to make sure at the very least people understand who Techstars is at right. the end of this podcast. That's our number one goal. And I hope get people really excited about the work that you're embarking on here. So. Absolutely. Yes, let me help. Okay, so we were just joking that I don't want anybody to read my bio. You don't like that either. But give our listeners a little glimpse into who you are, what you're about, and why you're excited about this new job. Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you for having me, first of all. It's great to be here. Um, my background is just I'm an entrepreneur. I've been okay. an entrepreneur since college. I've built companies in the space of tech, media, e-commerce, uh, entertainment, television, uh, video sharing, file sharing, just a whole bunch of stuff in sort of that dot-com, dot-com-y kind of okay. world. And I sold my last company in 2011 and then decided that I wanted to spend some time built, helping build ecosystems, specifically North Texas. And yeah. so I've spent the last several years building several nonprofits to, to help facilitate and support entrepreneurial growth across this region. Are you from the, the area originally? I grew up in the area okay. and then moved back in 2008 and have okay. been here ever since. Very good. So tell us about Techstars and why we think this accelerator is so significant for our community. And we'll talk, we need to talk about really the, at a high level, what this accelerator is all about. So yeah, what I'll say is I'm two weeks into the job. Yeah. So I don't know everything about Techstars. I've had the opportunity to work with Techstars for the last 15 years. Mm -hmm. A a person from North Texas was one of the co-founders of Techstars. But for for those who don't really understand the idea of accelerators and incubators, what what it is, is Techstars is an investment company. Their mission is that they believe that every person on the planet can contribute to or benefit from an entrepreneur success. And so they do, they do that in a bunch of different ways. They have uh, programs sort of from ideation to actual funding. So imagine you have an idea, you think you want to start a company, they have something called Startup Weekend, which is a 56 hour event where they come in and they help you explore that. And then they have something called Startup Week, which we actually do in North Texas. And then they have what we're doing at Techstars, which is an accelerator. An accelerator is a 13 week course or program where we come in and we help teach entrepreneurs how to build businesses. We connect them with mentors, subject matter experts, and investors, and then help them get to what culminates in what's called a demo day or a pitch day where they get to get up in front of a bunch of people, pitch their idea, uh, pitch their company, and then we work on helping them get funded and create strategic partnerships and get customer relationships and grow from there. So that's what's going to be going on in Fort Worth. This one's going to be focused specifically on physical health, um, which is a great great one based upon the partners that are involved in in the initiative and we believe that fort worth can be the leading city in the world for physical health physical therapy and rehabilitation it's cool to have you in front of me talking about this because we've been talking about this concept for years yes um i remember several conversations three years ago talking about how great it would be to involve techstars somehow in fort worth um, I give big credit to Dr. Michael Williams at UNTL Science Center for yes. understanding the criticality of human mobility, physical health, and what's possible. 
So this is a public-private partnership. Um, talk to us about the partnership and why you think that'll help it be more successful. Well, I think what it really showcases, because the partners involved are the city of Fort Worth, Tarrant County, UNT Health Science Center, and John Golf from Golf Capital. And so what it does is it brings together a bunch of different key stakeholders that make up an ecosystem, right? In order to have an ecosystem, you've got to have public and private organizations involved. And so I think uh, what it shows from the city of Fort Worth and Tarrant County being involved is a commitment to entrepreneurship and innovation as a priority uh, for the city, for you as mayor. And I think that's a huge component of what help makes makes an ecosystem work. I think UT and UNT Health Science Center is going to bring resources, research, cl- clinics, labs, uh, uh, simulation um, opportunities, and the neurological center. You have so many resources here that can help support physical health related startups and drive and facilitate innovation. Mm-hmm. And then to have somebody like John Golf participate showcases that um, private capital believes that supporting early stage investment mm-hmm. in startups can really help grow the, the community and invest in a long term sort of transformational growth of, of the ecosystem. One of the things that I'm most excited about being here in Fort Worth is because I've been coming over to here for 10 or 15 years. I actually had an office in Tech Fort Worth okay. back in 2006. So I have actually had a company over here, but what I've seen is the spirit of entrepreneurship is alive and well here. Mm -hmm. And I've met so many amazing men and women who have become entrepreneurs or are are entrepreneurs. So the work that you're continuing to do, Mayor, is something that is building upon what work's been done. And that's what excites me is that this is not, we're not having to introduce innovation or entrepreneurship to Fort Worth because it's been here. It's a part of the fabric. It's like connecting everything together somehow. Totally. And so- as you mentioned at the beginning of the show, the different things that you guys are doing with your new entrepreneurship committee um, and the CDFI work from small businesses to entrepreneur, entrepreneurship, this ecosystem is really is thriving in so many different areas. And what Techstars brings to the table is one aspect that's not currently here, and that's an accelerator. Yeah. So draw from your experience working in Dallas and a, a really a lot of successes to point to. What are the top things you think you want to be a part of here in Fort Worth? I know you'll be focused on tech stars, but you're also going to be integrating this great entrepreneurship you know, community. What do we need to be doing more of? And you could use Dallas as an example or anything else you've seen. So when, when I was working, when I began my work in Dallas, I really focused on this idea of aggregating existing entrepreneurs and invaders together. The people who are already out there doing it. Mm-hmm finding the organizations that were already contributing to and providing resources to support those entrepreneurs and innovators, and then finding gaps that exist and plugging those gaps with programs that we created or programs that were best in breed from around the country and bringing them to the community. So when I look at what's going on here, and I think this is this is normal for the entire region and a lot of cities across the country, is there's disparate partners doing things all across the region. And so if we can pull that together and highlight the idea that collaboration is better than competition and that entrepreneurial support organizations, it's not a zero sum game. So once we begin to aggregate the people who are already doing great work, highlight the work that they're doing, and then starting to make sure that we look at this entrepreneurial journey and figure out, okay, what if there's stepping stones across this journey from an idea to an exit or, or an IPO, hopefully in some cases, we'll see that there are gaps that exist. Where do we begin to attack those gaps? But what has put you guys so much further ahead of where we were a decade ago in Dallas is that the city 
and the municipal partners are involved. Um, the business community is involved. Mm -hmm. The educational community is involved. And now you're bringing one of these best of breed programs into here and really learning from what they're doing in 48 different accelerators around the world. They've helped uh, 6,700 founders and put almost 17 $8 billion into companies that have come to this program. So they know what they're doing. Yeah. Where it's almost like pulling a franchise in here with unbelievable network of founders, of subject matter experts, of mentors, of investors. All of those people are going to get to descend on Fort Worth and see what's going on here. And as so many people say, you know, when I talk about what, what we have going on in North Texas, once they come here and visit, they're sold. Yeah, they it's realize just getting it. them here. Yeah. And so I think this will be a tool to bring them together. But the more collaboration we bring together, the more groups we support, then we'll start to see things coming out because you create these organic collisions. And out of these organic collisions, things happen that you could never dream up yourself. Yeah. Because it's creative people coming together and making so things happen. So since you used, I'm going to try to remember that, organic collisions. That'll make me sound fancy. I'm going to try it. Okay. <laughs> but if I think about that, how do you make sure all communities have that same opportunity for those collisions? Uh, I had a conversation this week, or maybe it was in the last week, about real excitement about our committee, Entrepreneurship Innovation. But we don't want to throw out the mom and pop small businesses that deserve our attention for the fancy new thing. Mm -hmm. And I, I feel that deeply and want to make sure we focus. What about this work are we sometimes missing the phenomenal businesses that are really Main Street USA in Fort Worth or any other city that we need to be paying attention to? How do we make sure they're involved in these processes and these new things that are going on? Well, the way I've always done it is I consider a, a mom and pop shop, a small business, or a highly scalable and sustainable startup as the same thing. They're both entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. They both need some of the same things, especially at the beginning stages. You have to know how to legal, legally structure a business. You know how to hire and fire people. You need to know what a balance sheet is and how it works. That's all the same across the board. Um, but once they start to grow and they start to see success and get a little bit of traction, that's where the mentorship piece comes into play and yeah. making sure that we're providing subject matter experts. I believe the role of a mentor is really removing obstacles that stand in your way um, of getting of reaching success because businesses don't fail because people have bad ideas. They fail because people don't know what they don't know. And so if we can surround the entrepreneurs, be it small business, mom and pop, or highly scalable startup and tech company with those subject matter experts, then they're going to be able to create lots more opportunities for those companies to succeed and grow. And then in addition to that, recognizing that um, not every single program fits every single entrepreneur. And so specifically when you begin to look at how do we go into all of our communities, right? How do we focus on um, um, underrepresented communities. And what I did wrong in Dallas was I created something and said, this is open and available to everybody. What I didn't recognize, what I didn't realize, what I didn't know at that point was that there were still people that said, that's not, that's not for me. Hmm. That place isn't for me. And so we had to be very intentional in the way we went out to the different entrepreneurial and small businesses communities and supported them in the way that they needed to be supported, supplying the types of resources in the uh, way that they need to be need, needed to be presented so that we could be effective and create an environment where everyone felt welcome and safe to participate and access the resource, resources that were there for them to believe that they actually Was were for them. for them. Yeah. And so I think that's an important element. It seems like something that you guys are focusing on here, specifically with that CDFI mm -hmm. uh, friendly component of, that I think that I'm really excited about. Yeah. <clears throat> but recognizing that we're all we're all in the same 
world here as entrepreneurs, regardless of what we're doing, but we may need resources in different ways in order to be able to capitalize on that and grow. And I don't believe an entrepreneur that's going to build a small business with seven employees is is worse than an entrepreneur that builds a high skill, highly scalable business. Mm-hmm. It's about what that entrepreneur wants to accomplish, what she or he or she wants to be able to do. And if we can provide them with the resources, recognizing that these multi-stakeholder focus is really important and helping most importantly, helping each of these different stakeholders, be it the city or the educational institutions or the investors, understand how they can play a role in making the community more successful. That's where people get really excited and they start to engage and participate mm-hmm. and, and and thrive because they're getting to put forth their skills, um, their resources, their network in such a way that it benefits the entire community. And that's one of the things that's so great about North Texas. Yeah. I always say to people that if we were to sit down and have lunch and you were to say, hey, I've got this idea. In North Texas, we say, you should do that. Right. Not hear the it's 25 like, reasons. Yeah, it's like a can-do attitude that we want to, Yeah, we want each other to be successful. And then we'll help each other. Yeah. And that's what really yeah. makes things different. That's what I love about Fort Worth and what I think will really stand out to people that come and visit. From well, we're lucky country. to have your experience here working in this new space because, um, I mean, like I could think of a thousand questions I'd have for you. That's for another day about, you know, how do you create space for everyone to feel welcome, included, and importantly, what resources are you providing them to really make sure you're meeting their needs, which I think honestly in Fort Worth, we probably have not done enough of um, mm-hmm. because some of the resources we have, like our business assistance center, that's, that's a wonderful, it's maybe not um, answering. I know it's not answering the need of the, the entire community um, and falling short a bit, especially on the mentorship side. Mm-hmm. So more to come there for sure. I can't wait to work with you. Um, okay. So pivoting a little bit from, from entrepreneurship and now specifically in tech stars, what do your next few months look like as things get launched? What are the timeline looks like for the community to get excited about? Well, we just launched on the 22nd mm-hmm. and uh, now we're, we've opened applications. So now our job for the next 12, 13 weeks is to go out and f- get people to apply. Okay. So we're looking for companies that fit inside of this realm of physical therapy, rehabilitation, hardware and wearables like actually things that can help you rehab your arm or your leg but also wearables that can help track um, and share information software and platform technologies think about um, ar and vr related solutions that are out there there's a bunch of companies in fort worth doing this right now Um, and then you think about uh, exercise sports related performance things Mm -hmm. all it's pretty wide inside this world of, of physical health and then obviously there's such an opportunity with these with the COVID long haulers and the long-term patients and what's happening as a result of, of just the epidemic that we've seen, that we're looking for companies that are coming up with solutions to that as well. So you come through, we'll have a bunch of either online events or in-person events where people can come and figure out, but we really want for the next 13 weeks, companies to be applying because then we move into a seven week process of where we are really evaluating the companies that have applied doing our due diligence, and then making our offers to participate in the program. Ten companies will participate in the program this year. And then we start our actual accelerator program in September. And that's a 13-week program where they're actually coming in. They'll be in Fort Worth every day in the office, meeting with mentors, going through these programs. And then December 8th will be our demo day where we get to show Fort Worth and people around the world the great companies that came to the program. What does the city, what do I, what do other people that are here need to do to help make sure not only you get a really great experience for those companies that come from all over the place that want to be here, but how do we keep them here 
those that are going to be most successful because we want them to discover Fort Worth and stay in Fort Worth. Absolutely. And I think that that's a, a very likely possibility. And I've seen that happen in other programs. I think the things that we need to do is we need people to feel like most importantly, that if they're here, their business can excel here. Okay. So we need to find them funding capital, yeah, which we have a lot of in North Texas. We need to find them um, customers. We need to find them coaches. Mm-hmm. We need to find them curriculum, which that's the resources that already exist. And then we need to provide those collisions I talked about. Mm-hmm. So if we can do those, the five C's, if you will, we'll really be able to showcase to an entrepreneur why he or she needs to be here. The economic development components are easy and simple. It is an unbelievable place to live. It's a good cost of living. Yeah, great communities, great people. Mm-hmm. Um, there's That piece isn't what you really have to sell an entrepreneur on. What you have to sell them on is that if you are here, your company in increases its likelihood of being successful. Okay. We've got to show them that there's access to good talent here, mm-hmm. which is another reason why that partnership with UNT Health Science Center is going to be so important. You've got TCU here. You've got Tarrant County Community College. You've got so much sort of young talent as yeah. well, and I think that they can find that here. That's There's no lack of good talent in this region. There tends to be a lack of experienced entrepreneurial talent, but that's not what these these entrepreneurs need. What they need is to be able to build teams. And so it's very, uh, it's much less focused on the economic development pieces and much more focused on just show me that if I stay, my company's going to work. Going to be successful here. Right. Yeah, convince me not to go somewhere else, right. right? Okay, that's interesting. So think back to your company building days. Um, what are What's your top thing you regret and the thing that you're most proud of? Those are hard things to answer. Yes. So the the top thing I regret, and it's hard to say because I I don't regret it because I wouldn't be where I was today if I would have done it. But everybody else regrets for me is that I was offered the opportunity to be the third partner in Skype. Ah, interesting. And I said, first of all, that's a horrible name for a company. (laughs) Second of all, it's going to take three years for that technology to take off. Mm -hmm. Um, You're going to get sued. Um, and, um, I think that you, you, it's going to take a long time to get this done. Well, the first company I worked for out of college, um, sold in eight months. Wow. Uh, the first company I built and ran was the fastest growing company in the internet. And that took a year and a half. So my problem, my, my regret was that I thought three years was a long time. It wasn't that I didn't think the technology was going to take on. I was like, why would I sit and do something for three, wait for something for three years? So, um, that is a regret. But I wouldn't have you the wouldn't wife I have. Sure. I wouldn't have the kids that I have. So I'm, I'm very grateful and blessed that I'm here now. Um, one thing that I'm proud of is that I also learned at a young age around this same time that um, we, some of the companies that I built that were the biggest and most and the largest in terms of customer base and in terms of impact and in terms of like worldwide notoriety were not the companies that sold. Hmm. And so what I learned at a young age was you can't necessarily control the outcome of a business. You can only control your contribution to the process. And so it changed the way I looked at building companies. It changed how I derived fulfillment um, and contentment and a feeling of success and accomplishment. And so from that, that that has sort of driven every business or, or project that I've done ever since then, which is why in the middle of my career, I took eight years and built nonprofits. Yeah. Cause that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. And so, so, so those are some of the great, and we've had some great fun moments. And, and I think one of the, one of the, th- when I think back to 
the, the things that I, you know, would, would love to tell stories about. It was really the coolest things that we did and the coolest things I got to be a part of were that I tried something when nobody else would try it. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, sometimes when you take a chance, you actually can make something happen that's great. And so when people look at some of the stuff that we've done and they think, oh my gosh, look at this, all this great stuff that you've accomplished. I'm like, yeah, that's the stuff you saw. You didn't see the the thousand things things that didn't work. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So so that's, I I would say those are my, my... my biggest regret, my biggest. I think those are very good answers. Uh, And you're kind of in a, I guess, to to make it oversimplified, a teaching moment of your career right now. You want to help others be successful in their own businesses and learn lessons that maybe you've learned along the way too. Absolutely. You think you're done creating companies? Absolutely not. No. What's next, you think? Uh, well, this, on the next big this idea? is next. I mean, when the other thing I've learned is you really, you, when, if you want to make something successful, you have to focus on yeah. it. And so, so I'm committed to really seeing Techstars being a, a, an un- unbelievable part of a growing ecos- ecosystem in Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think um, w- when I think of all the things that will be fun that come out of this, I think the number of successful, um, powerful, influential entrepreneurs it's gonna be it's gonna be way easier to get them to come to Fort Worth than some of the other cities because they're gonna be like Fort Worth. Where is this place? I'll go check that out. Of. No, yeah. they, and they all know it, but they're okay. like, I mean, we've had um, we've had a bunch of the tech stars um, uh, people. Ian Hathaway, who came and spoke mm-hmm. a couple months ago, said, "I'm coming back for the kickoff." I mean, everybody is gonna love getting to come be a part of what's going on in Fort Worth, and so that excites me too. Yeah. I'm, Although I don't live here, I am very I am very proud of the entire North Texas region. I tell people I don't just drink the Kool Aid; I help stir it. <laughs> so I get I get super excited. So I am just really thankful to you, yeah. Mayor, and to all the different things that are going on in Fort Worth because I've seen this happen across the country. I've been a part of things like this, and what you guys are doing is absolutely going to work. It's yeah. going to continue to grow your ecosystem, and it's going to make some awesome amazing collisions happen here of things that you prescribe and that you intentionally go out and do like this, the committee for entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. Um, and then things you never saw that would happen. And somebody's going to come up to you and say, Hey, because you did this, Mm -hmm. this is what we got to. And it takes a village and it takes, it takes an entire ecosystem. So, yeah, well, we are so lucky that you're here in Fort Worth. Congratulations on your new job. We're here to partner all along the way. So just let us know what we can do to be helpful. Wonderful. I will do that. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you for being here. Learn more about GoTime and nominate a future GoTime guest at fortworthtexas.gov backslash GoTime. Listen to the show wherever you get your podcasts. GoTime is produced by staff here at the City of Fort Worth, Bethany Warner, Katie Holloway, and John Michael Perkins. Katie and John Michael also produce our Water Utilities podcast, H2OMG. Give it a listen.